0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Play Like a Girl podcast, one of the shows for SB Nation's Ohio State site, Land Grant, Holy Land. We're two girls talking about sports because our opinion counts too. I'm your host, Tia Williams, and I'm joined by my co-host, Meredith Hine. Thanks for tuning
1: in today. We've missed you all so much in the last couple weeks, but we've got a lot of exciting things to recap for you today. So kicking things off, Tia, tell us more about your wedding. Oh
0: yes, it could not have been more perfect. I'm like partially so happy it's over. <laughs> but no, so many of our Australian friends and family were there, so it was fun to reunite with them. The reception was a blast. Um, and it's really true when they say don't sweat the small stuff. Like so many people were telling me that when it comes to weddings. And it's just so true. All myself and our guests really cared about was like the photographer, the DJ, the food, and like, mingling with each other. So, I want to do it all over again, but I'm also just so exhausted. I told Matt, our editor, that I'd probably be back the Monday after my wedding, and the joke's on me because, like, I'm- it's been two weeks and I'm still (laughs) struggling. So, we pretty much- hosted people and partied and visited with friends the whole week after. We're still hosting family. So I gotta admit I'm excited to get back into my routine and to be back recording with you.
1: Oh I missed you personally too. So same. <laughs> I'm glad we get to chat again. <laughs> so so exciting and so so happy for you both and it's so so true about like not sweating the small stuff and just enjoying the day. I remember after our wedding, we were pretty wiped for a while, but we're, you know, we're starting to plan for our 10-year anniversary party, whatever that is going to be in like three years. So be on the lookout. So moving on to current sports news, Maria Sharapova announced her retirement today at the age of 32. Um, she announced her retirement by publishing an essay in Vogue and Vanity Fair. She leaves tennis as a five-time Grand Slam winner and one of the most iconic tennis players of the day. I do Personally, as a former high school tennis player myself, remember when she came on the scene as a 17-year-old, she defeated Serena Williams and became the third youngest women's Wimbledon champ in history.
0: A legend. And yeah, if you haven't yet, you have to read her essay. It I had goosebumps the whole time I read it. And it's not super long. Like I'm always impressed when people can write that way in just a few paragraphs. She just made her message so clear. And it was just... It was perfect. Um, and she writes about how she got started in tennis and how she just slowly kept getting better, playing on bigger stages. Um, she mentioned when she beat Serena at 17, she didn't understand the magnitude of her win until years later, which is just wild. And she contributed her retirement decision to a shoulder injury, specifically one that kind of nagged her last August at the Australian Open. And she said, when just stepping on the court felt like a victory and that her body kind of became a distraction, she knew it was done, or she knew she was done. And she kind of implied that it began to not be worth it anymore for the first time in her life. Tennis had always been worth it, all the struggles, but this time it just kind of wasn't. So she ended the article by saying, this was my favorite part, The relentless chase for victories, though, that won't ever diminish. No matter what lies ahead, I will apply the same focus, the same work ethic, and all of the lessons I've learned along the way. In the meantime, there there are a few simple things I'm really looking forward to. A sense of stillness with my family, lingering over a morning cup of coffee, unexpected weekend getaways, workouts of my choice. Hello, dance class. Love that. And bottom line, congrats to Maria on her retirement and on a storied career. And I'm so happy that she can just kind of chill out now. (laughs) I know. And I just,
1: I love the essay. I love the vulnerability that she started with. Like, she's going on to something that she's never done before, which is not playing tennis. Like, I love that she started off talking about, you know, picking up her racket at the age of two, and joining her dad and literally playing tennis every day until today. Um, And I think it's just very, very cool that she was able to so poignantly talk about what her life is going to be like now and what she hopes for it. So yes, congrats to Maria moving on to something that's significantly more (laughs) depressing. Uh, We did want to take some time to address Harvey Weinstein's conviction.
0: Yeah, so in case you missed it, Harvey Weinstein was convicted of third-degree rape and criminal sexual act in the first degree, and he's scheduled to be sentenced for that on March 11th. He's currently in New York City's Bellevue Hospital due to high blood pressure, and he's just kind of being watched there. Unfortunately, he was found not guilty of three more serious charges, including... Ones that would have labeled him like a sexual predator and carried a possible life sentence. So, I mean, pretty sure multiple rape and sexual harassment accusations should qualify you as a sexual predator, but what do I know? So instead, it looks like he is facing 5 to 25 years in prison and has multiple cases still pending in um, LA, so I imagine he'll get more years added on.
1: Yeah, let's hope so.
0: I mean, five
1: to 25 years is better than nothing. And at least this puts his victims' minds at ease for the time being. I will say if there's any good that can come of this, it's the creation of the Me Too movement, which has helped millions of women's come for- women come forward about their experiences as victims of sexual abuse and harassment, especially in the workplace. It's really unthinkable what Weinstein did, but his victim strength and voices have really helped a lot of other women get justice of their own. So amazing that they were able to come forward. And I know it's been a very trying few years, but glad that this can finally start to have a resolution.
0: Yeah. And, like, I'm sure they're all just sick of hearing about him and seeing his face in the media. So I just can't wait till he's locked up. (laughs) Yep. Um, On to happier things. Oregon guard Sabrina Ionescu broke an NCAA record Monday, becoming the first player to ever record 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 1,000 assists. Let that sink in for a second. Not the first woman, the first flipping basketball player in NCAA history to put up those numbers. Even more impressive... Sabrina accomplished this feat just hours after speaking at a memorial event for Kobe and Gianna Bryant at the Staples Center in L.A. And even more insane is that she did it on February 24th, a.k.a. 224, a.k.a. Gigi and Kobe's numbers. I mean, goosebumps again. I know.
1: And also I was reading up on it and she was recovering from the flu and vomited in the locker room like (sighs) minutes before the game. Of course. So let's let's talk about just pure grit and being able to accomplish that. Um, But I also feel like at this point, we can just put to rest the whole women are too emotional to do this or women let their emotions get in the way of their achievements. Um, Sabrina just broke an incredible NCAA record hours after speaking in front of millions of people around the world about the death of her idol and his daughter. I mean, women are really unstoppable and icons like Sabrina and Maria Sharapova are such inspirations for women everywhere. We we do have a lot more that we need to catch up on, but before we get to that, let's take a quick break.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business.
1: Sports is in not as dog, simple you know, as I, bringing a bunch of big names together. You know, I
0: didn't want to do another stomp you out speech, it opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal listen to the deal listen to the deal on spotify okay
1: so It's been a minute since this article came out while you were off getting married, but we do have to talk about it. So recently, Faux Polini of The Athletic wrote an article where he was asked by a reader why it's so hard to date guys as a girl who loves sports. And the reader basically says that guys will either quiz her about her knowledge, which we've already addressed on the show. They'll only want to talk to her about sports, which is boring, which we've also talked about, or they feel intimidated by her knowledge, thinking that she knows more than them and pho replies they say by saying that it's not the fact that they quiz her talk sports etc that makes them bad it's the fact that she doesn't actually like them to begin with and thus those qualities are annoying this quote basically sums up his answer so quote when the wrong guy quizzes you about sports he's infuriating when the right guy does it he's a fun challenge when the wrong guy does nothing but talk about sports he's a bore when the right guy does it You'll find yourself staring into his eyes, discussing the origins of the read option until sunrise.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's so. Funny. I like. I agree and disagree. The quizzing for me is never a quote unquote fun challenge. Like if Cam ever quizzed me, I'd kick him out of the house. I just think it's it's so patronizing, and I think that kind of says a lot about the guy you're seeing. Like if he just starts quizzing you because you like sport the whole concept just implies that he doesn't believe you know sports because you're a woman you know I just I don't think it's ever really fun but I do think he's right that if it's the right guy and you share sports as a common interest I don't think you'd get bored of talking sports with him I mean if that's all you can talk about that's another story but Cam and I never get sick of talking sports I think we talk sports all day every day And my favorite part of the whole article, though, is his very last quote, which reads, there are guys out there who won't treat you like an exotic zoo animal or a Russian spy just because you know the name of Mississippi's punter. They will find you if you let them. I love that so much. And Nicole
1: Auerbach, also of The Athletic, pulled that quote and tweeted it out. And I could not agree more with that sentiment. Um, I do completely agree with you in terms of quizzing is never fun. And let's just flip it on its head. I have never quizzed, Dave. I don't think you've probably ever quizzed Cam. It doesn't even come to mind. Yeah. Like, well, okay. I will say I do have a fun little sports quiz and it's naming the nine professional sports franchises that don't end in S. Um, We're not going to do it right (laughs) now because it takes like an average of 45 minutes. I really want to. (laughs) But it's a fun, it's a really fun little brain teaser. But beyond that, like quizzing is just kind of a silly thing. And I agree, like, just, if it's part of your relationship, which like it is for both of us, it's fun to talk sports. And it's fun to talk about things that you have in common, like anything else in your relationship, right? So as long as I mean, both sides remain respectful of that, I think it's fine. But yeah, quizzing is just just not great. So probably a good rule of thumb is that if he quizzes you or feels like his manhood is threatened because you know more stats than he does, it's probably best to get out of that situation. <laughs> but if he respects you to chat about sports with you like an equal and doesn't bore you, then you might have a keeper. Is that our advice for the day, Tia? I think, I think so. That's our advice. Great. So
0: before we break, do you have any shout outs for today? Yeah, I have so many, but I'll just make it broad i want to shout out every single person and vendor who made our wedding the best day of our lives everybody including all of you lovely people who have heard me complain about wedding planning until this point you'll never hear it again hopefully <laughs> um and you and dave for sending that bottle of champagne to our room the night after our wedding we were so surprised oh happy to do it.
1: So excited (laughs) for you guys. Um, So I'd like to shout out two of my friends, Becky and Melissa. Um, They don't know each other. But in the last couple days, both have started fundraising for endurance events. Becky is doing the Chicago Marathon in October. And Melissa is doing a bike ride from London to Paris, which is very cool. So What's, I mean, that's cool enough in and of itself that they're raising money to support important causes uh, and also accomplishing amazing athletic feats. But both of them have actually been hit by cars in the last couple of years. Uh, And I just think it's really incredible that both of these women are so strong and are rising above not only the challenge of, like, you know, recovering from being hit by a car, but also you know, going literally the extra mile and achieving these amazing athletic feats. So, so excited for them uh, as they do their training and as they ultimately get to their races.
0: Uh, you have some seriously amazing friends. I think so too. <laughs> all right, guys, that's all we have for today. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at, oh, I changed my at name <laughs> since I got married. Um, oh my God. <laughs> it's at, oh gosh, I have to look it up. I think it's at, tia johnston now
1: here i can help you with this
0: yeah okay at tia johnston underscore i haven't legally changed my last name but on social media it happened um, it is such a pain it is <laughs> i'm not reading it
1: <laughs> to be clear her new handle is at tia with one a oh yeah johnston j-o-h-n-s-t-o-n
0: Yes, there's a lot less Tia Johnston's than there are Tia. Underscore, sorry, underscore at the end. (laughs) I totally forgot to put that in our show notes. Um, Meredith is the same, at Meredith Hine, and the site at LandGrant33, obviously. We'll be back next Thursday and every Thursday after that with new shows. Thanks again for listening to Play Like a Girl, and as always, Go Bucks!